0: Jeannie, the pistol packing Mountain Mama Health Nut. Welcome back to Throw Out the Trash. I'm so glad you're here. Have you ever wondered about alcohol? It's a favorite beverage around the world, second only to coffee. But have you ever stopped to think about whether it has health benefits or if it can actually harm your health? So, in today's episode, in the All Things Health segment, I'm going to go into the details about the pros and cons of drinking alcohol and then tell you whether or not you should throw it out of your diet. And then make sure to keep listening to my second segment called Mountain Adventures, where I'm going to share a true story about New Year's Day and a snowmobile in the Rocky Mountains of East Idaho. What could possibly go wrong? But first, let's talk about alcohol. So, it's tis the season to be jolly, with it being the Christmas season and New Year's, it's just around the corner. And alcohol is often the drink of choice for many, you know, either at a family gathering or at a party. So I decided that since it's the holiday season, maybe I should see if there are any health risks or health benefits to drinking, because I've heard that there are both. So let's dive into it. So alcoholic beverages is any fermented liquor, such as wine, beer, or spirits, and it contains ethyl alcohol or ethanol, and that's an intoxicating agent. These beverages are fermented from sugars in fruits, berries, grains, plant saps, tubers, honey, milk, that one surprised me, malt, corn, rice, and hops. And my husband and I used to grow malt barley for years on our ranch, and we used to joke, support a farmer, drink beer. Um, In fact, there's a Budweiser plant not too far from where we live, and then there's other distilleries as well. Okay, so what are some of the health risks? Let's talk about those first. I decided to check out an article in Mayo Clinic, and it was titled, Alcohol Use, Weighing Risks and Benefits. And in this article, they stated, and I'm going to quote this, any potential benefits of alcohol are relatively small and may not apply to all individuals. So what they're saying is that there's not a lot of benefits, and then it also depends on how healthy you are and your lifestyle and diet. So if you're a light to moderate drinker and you're healthy, you can probably drink as long as you drink responsible." And this is what they're saying. Then they went on to talk about moderate drinking, and they define that as one drink a day for women and two for men. And at this level, you have an increased risk for some cancers, like esophageal cancer. And by the way, they do list some benefits, which I'll talk about those later. And then the article also goes on to talk about heavy alcohol use, and they define that as More than 3 drinks a day, or more than 7 drinks a week for women and men that are older than 65. And then more than 4 drinks a day, or more than 14 drinks a week if you're younger than 65. I don't know why the age would make a difference, but it does. And then of course there's binge drinking, which is 4 or more drinks within 2 hours for women, and 5 or more within 2 hours for men. According to Mayo Clinic, excessive drinking, like I just mentioned, can lead to serious health problems, such as cancer, including breast cancer, mouth, throat, and esophageal. It can also lead to pancreatitis, sudden death if you already have cardiovascular disease. It can cause heart muscle damage, stroke, high blood pressure, liver disease, and I'll talk more about this in a minute suicide, and then brain damage in an unborn child, and they're saying do not drink alcohol if you're pregnant, and that makes sense to me. In an article by the American Addiction Center, and it was titled, Risks, Dangers, and Effects of Alcohol on the Body, it elaborates even further by saying that even a small amount can affect your health, starting with the first sip. And they say that when you ingest even a small amount of alcohol, your body reacts in several ways. And one is it affects your brain, So it alters your mood, slows your reflexes, and affects your balance. And then learning and memory can be impaired, and it also can cause some sleep problems. It also affects your heart because it causes your heart rate to increase. This expands your blood vessels and it makes more blood flow to the skin, which causes you to feel warm. And I remember as a kid hearing a story about a man my family knew, and he was super drunk one night. It was in the middle of the winter. And he ran off the road and crashed, and then no one knew it, because back then we didn't have cell phones to call for help. So he spent the night in below freezing temperatures, and then finally the next morning someone found him. And they figured the only reason he didn't die from hypothermia was because his blood level alcohol was so high. So in that case it saved his life. However, if he hadn't have been so drunk, he probably wouldn't have crashed. Other ways that your body can be affected by alcohol is your digestive system because what it does, it affects the normal speed of food moving through your small intestine and this causes abdominal pain, bloating, and diarrhea. So if you have digestive problems, this might be one of the reasons why. It also can affect your kidneys because what alcohol does, it dehydrates the body which affects how the kidneys regulate fluid and your electrolytes and then it can affect your liver it's really taxing on the liver because your liver is trying to filter out all the alcohol and over time it can cause permanent liver damage. Just recently a family relative died from liver damage caused by excessive drinking and he was only around 60 years old, which I used to think 60 years old was really super old, but now that I'm approaching that number I think it's pretty young. But anyway, other long-term effects of drinking can cause brain shrinkage, loss of gray and white matter in the brain can cause vitamin deficiencies and it can compromise your immune system. So if you're always getting sick, this may be why. It can weaken your bones. And then lastly, it can cause weight gain because some drinks contain more carbs or sugar that break down quickly in the body and that spikes your blood sugar. And this is um, well known to cause weight gain. Chances are that if you're a heavy drinker, you might be addicted. And if you suspect you might have a problem, this last website that I just mentioned, the American Addiction Center, they have a substance abuse self-assessment test you can take for free. So I'll put this website in my show notes. And then, there, of course, there's other centers that might be closer to you, and I would definitely encourage you to check those out. Okay, so I went through all of the health risks. Could there be any health advantages to drinking, even if it's just once in a while? I asked a 90-year-old lady once, what her secret was for living such a long life with hardly any health problems, and she told me flat out, she said, drinking, and then we both laughed. Now, I don't know what she actually drinks, but but I'm assuming it's wine. There's another article by Medical Daily, and it was titled, Seven Health Benefits of Drinking Alcohol. And they say that drinking in moderation can have some health benefits. Now remember, one drink a day for women and two drinks a day for men was considered moderation. So what do they say the health benefits are? And these are interesting because some of them affect the same systems in the body that I mentioned earlier, only it actually helps them. So keep in mind though that these health benefits are linked to red wine, so here it goes. It can lower your risk of cardiovascular disease, and why is that? Because it can raise the good cholesterol, or your HDLs in the body, And then it's also linked to insulin improvement that influences blood clotting, and this reduces the risk for strokes. And this is so interesting since heavy drinking can lead to stroke. They say it can add a few years to your life, and I'm not sure how it does this. I couldn't really find any concrete evidence. The only evidence is that 90-year-old lady that I mentioned earlier. Okay, what else? It can help your sex life by helping with erectile dysfunction. It can help prevent the common cold can decrease the chance of getting dementia, can reduce gallstones, and lastly, it can reduce the chance of getting type 2 diabetes. And this one came from a one Dutch study, so there's not really a lot of data on that, but this is what the article said. So I said the seven health benefits came from drinking red wine. So what's in red wine that could potentially make it healthy for you? So there was an article and it was um, titled Nine Red Wine Benefits That Are Backed by Science and it was by Realsimple.com. And in the article it said red wine, which usually comes from fruits such as red grapes, contains plenty of polyphenols, which are actually antioxidants, and they help the body fight off disease. And one of the main polyphenols is resveratrol. This is becoming an important ingredient in helping your body with different diseases as well as preventing them. And it's even used by doctors to prevent infectious diseases like the common cold or COVID. Right now, that's a huge thing. But I think resveratrol warrants its own episode, so I'm going to do one at a later time. And then let's not leave out the beer, because it's actually an excellent source of potassium and magnesium. So as I wrap this up, It seems that some believe alcohol occasionally or in moderation is beneficial, and others say no alcohol is best. I do know for a fact from helping clients lose weight over the years that it does contribute to weight gain, and I've also seen friends and family die from heavy alcohol use. So I believe the key here is to ask yourself, what are your long-term health goals? Are you trying to lose weight? Do you just enjoy an occasional drink with dinner or friends or... Do you just have to have that drink? Because these are good questions to ask yourself. Now, there's still an ongoing debate as to whether you should or shouldn't drink for your health. Am I going to say throw it out of your diet? Well, my answer is yes, but here's why. Although beer and wine have some health benefits in moderation, in excess it can cause all kinds of health problems. And then just one can or glass of alcohol can alter your brain or thinking. It doesn't take very much. As I tell my grandkids, it makes you do stupid things. If you want the health benefits from wine or beer, well, you can get those from whole foods or even high-quality supplements like Eternel from a company called 3 International. Eternel contains resveratrol, and it comes from 12 different fruits. Add to that glutathione, marine collagen, and CoQ10, and not only will you be a lot more healthy, but you're also going to look younger and you're going to age slower. So do yourself a favor and check it out on my website. It's genieolson.iii.earth, and I will have that in the show notes. And also, Eternel is also listed in the Physician's Desk Reference, which is huge, and you can find that at www.pdr.net. Okay, I hope you found this segment helpful and insightful. Please share this episode with one person who you think might benefit from it, and then don't forget to hit the follow button so you don't miss an episode. And please leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, now it's time for Mountain Adventures. New Year's Day, many years ago when our kids were younger and still at home. Most years we would ring in the New Year by doing something fun with the kids. Sometimes we would go to town and participate in what was called Light the Night where there was a different entertainment at a different location within about a two-block radius. It was designed for families, and we would walk from one place to another all bundled up in our winter coats, hats, and gloves, jack-frost nipping at our noses. It was magical to see all the Christmas lights that decorated the streets, and just being together is what made it special. There were times, of course, when the weather wouldn't cooperate, and here on our ranch in the Rocky Mountains of East Idaho, it meant staying home New Year's Eve, because we were, well snowed in. And for how long? That was the question. Our road or very long driveway is two miles from the main highway. When we first started living at our ranch, we had to leave our vehicles at the end of our road and we would snow machine into our ranch. We had a big black sleigh that we would pull the kids in, as well as groceries or whatever we needed to get into our ranch. It was not convenient at all, but I will say it was kind of fun too. For the kids, being snowed in was always a good thing, well, on a school night, but still, they didn't seem to mind. But being snowed in, where you can't go anywhere, isn't always a good thing either, especially when you're sick and you need to see a doctor. The wind had blew all night, and with it came about eight inches of new snow. But the next morning, New Year's Day, the sun was shining bright, and the fields and valleys below our house looked so beautiful. The wind, with its artistic beauty, had made small snow drifts everywhere. They were about four feet high and stood up like whipped cream with snow caps. Over the years, I have taken pictures of the stunning landscapes and nature found in the Rocky Mountains of East Idaho. There really isn't anything like it. You can see some of these pictures and purchase them on my website, genieolson.smugmug.com. And you can find this website in the show notes. But back to my story, the whipped cream snowdrifts. They really were beautiful, but they were also hard to enjoy. Somehow, I'd managed to get a sinus infection. Not a serious illness, but it can sure make you feel sick. Well, the decision was made that day, Nick would take me down to our pickup on the snow machine and drive me to the doctor. Our daughter Katie decided to go with us, and our son Jason had decided to stay home. So we didn't need to take the big black sled with us. The three of us could all fit on the back of the snow machine. We wrapped up in our snow clothes and climbed on. My husband Nick drove, Katie was in the middle, and I was on the very back. Katie was smaller and would be safer riding between us. We headed out of the yard, snow clicking up behind us. We were going a long time, making good time until we got to the small snow drifts, The entire field and road were covered with them. We had no choice but to go up and down them over and over again, up and down, up and down. Nick was doing a great job driving, concentrating hard, because he had to go fast up the snowdrift and slow down, over and over, and I thought, oh, I think I'm going to be seasick. Add that on to already feeling sick. But eventually we came to a part in the field that had less snowdrifts and this is when Nick decided to punch it. He was tired of going slow, and to be honest, I just wanted to get to the car. So we picked up speed and were clipping along, oh, about thirty miles per hour. That's when we hit it. Another snowdrift. We went airborne, and we just flew through the air. And when we landed, Nick punched it again. Oh, good grief, we're going to die! Well, when he hit the gas again, it was too much, and I started to fall off. Now, I don't know why I grabbed Katie as I went flying off, but I did. And she came flying off with me, and we rolled and rolled. When we finally stopped rolling, we were laying in the snow flat on our backs, like we were making a snow angel. We both sat up a a bit stunned, and our faces were completely covered with snow. You've got to be kidding me. Well, Nick finally realized he had lost his passengers, and he did come back for us. The minute he saw us, he started to laugh. We both looked like Santa Claus. Yeah, right, funny. Well, we climbed back on, but not before I got the look from Katie. She was less than impressed that I had taken her with me when I fell off. Well, hey, I didn't want to go alone. We finally made it to the pickup and slipped out of our snow-covered clothes and headed into town. It didn't dawn on us that we hadn't met one vehicle on the highway, We came to a huge drift across the road about 10 feet high. We managed to get by it, barely, and that's when we realized Highway 26 had been closed from the storm. And sure enough, as we got closer to town, a road-closed sign had been put up, and the highway patrol wasn't letting any traffic through. They just stared at us as we went by like we were such idiots. Well, we probably were, but anyway. We finally found a clinic and a pharmacy that was open on New Year's Day. I made it to the doctor and got an antibiotic, and by the time we headed back for home, Highway 26 had been reopened. We made it back to the end of our road, changed back into our snow clothes, climbed back onto the snow machine and headed for home. But this time, I sat in the middle. I wasn't going to chance falling off again. Well, hey, there's never a dull moment at the Enbaro Ranch. Well, remember this, when you've done everything you can do, that's when God will step in and do what you can't. He loves you. Let Him guide you. I promise your life will just be better. See you next time.